it was just a game. Like shooting marbles, shooting dice, shooting your parents. You know, a game. Hello and welcome to episode 207 of Under the Call of MS. That was a little line from Wolverine Gambit, comic which we'll be talking about in a second. And we are going to talk about a little bit of hockey and a little bit of MS and a little bit of whatever. And we're going to start out with Wolverine Gambit, four-issue run by Marvel Comics. This is very interesting. Uh, basically, Gambit's on the search for a murder. Jack the Ripper basically disappeared off the books for a while, and women are still getting murdered. And it just so happens that a figure that keeps appearing around the women that get murdered happens to look like Wolverine. And Gambit's on the search because a lady friend of his got murdered. I believe she was a cop. That he may or may not have had relations with. But since she was murdered, that's what got him on the case and started hunting down, trying to figure out who's causing these murders. And for some reason, he happens to run into Wolverine. And when he runs into Wolverine, they end up battling some other people. And Wolverine's like, well, I don't think I killed the ladies, but I don't know. But you got to find out because he gets his little animal side coming out. And when his animal side breaks out, then all hell can break loose and Wolverine can lose a uh, sense of what's going on because his other, his animal senses take over. And so you got, well, actually this is called Wolverine Gambit Vic, Victims, four issue run by Marvel Comics. And so if you like either of those characters, I suggest checking this run out. It was uh, one I enjoyed. This came out in, uh, it looks like around 1995. But I'm a big fan of Wolverine. I like Gambit's concept, but I don't know nothing, hardly anything about him. Just little crossovers he's done in other comics that I've read. So I never read any straightforward gambit ones so i don't really know his uh origin story or anything like that but then sticking on the marvel wolverine train we uh checked out wolverine versus spider-man this is a one shot uh, well actually it does It's got basically two parts, but they're put together in this one comic. Uh, you have Spider-Man finding Wolverine, and Spidey's like, well, Wolverine's dead. It's like the Wolverine I know died. So unless you're from another dimension or something, what's up with this? Is this some cosplayer that he sees on the rooftops? Or what's going on. So Spidey attacks Wolverine. And then Wolverine and Spidey get attacked by other characters. And when Wolverine keeps explaining that it is he is actually Wolverine. And eventually Spider figures it out. Spider-Man. Well, I can't really say that either. But. They do come across a little batch of characters that end up attacking him. One's a lady with these wicked claws. And one's basically a, a big guy. That, I mean, his name's Critical Mass. And then he's got a gang of baddies that he put, put together. And they're all after uh, Spidey and Wolverine. 
but I don't know all these characters. I don't even think I read anything with them other than the one lady with the wicked claws. She looks familiar from something else I've seen. The other characters not really grabbing me from anything. One looks like a Savage Dragon style character, but a B level. One looks like a mugger. One looks like some type of futuristic type character. I don't understand what storyline these guys, this gang is off of, or where they came from, but it was a good storyline. I enjoyed it. It's uh, always fun seeing Spidey team up with Daredevil or Wolverine. I always enjoy those team-ups. So, check those out if you like. And then, we went way back in time to the 1970s and checked out Hanna-Barbera's Valley of the Dinosaurs, number one, from 1975. This is a fun little uh, cartoon I used to watch when I was a child. And it's got the humans that came from the future that traveled through the little water swirl into the past and uh, get sucked into the prehistoric era and they have their dog and they meet some uh, and it's basically John Butler and his family Kim, Katie, and Greg and they have a dog and they meet a, a prehistoric family, Lakorakara and Tana, and their little dinosaur pet. I believe his name was Gronk. <laughs> when he, I used to see him, but I always, always enjoyed this series when I was a kid with the early morning Saturday cartoons. But that was a lot of fun, so... If you can get your hands on some of those old Hanna-Barberas, I suggest checking them out. This one's by Charlton Comics. Back in the day, it was a whole 25 cents. But, and then I checked out some sad, crappy comics, and I'm keeping, I have two issues of Day of the Dead Stupermen. And so I'm keeping this one copy of it, but the other one I'm going to get rid of because these stories are really crappy. It's just, it's got a couple autographs. It's signed and numbered, limited to 500. So I'm like, well, I might as well keep one, even though the other one isn't even selling for five bucks. So it's, it really matters. But it's basically a Superman style parody comic, really shitty done. And then they have a Batman called uh, Bat Sides comic where it's a Batman style character but he's in a wheelchair and they just parody the crap out of it and by crap out of it I mean they even pick on his bathroom issues and it's pretty messed up comic um, <laughs> did not enjoy reading that at all but what you gonna do yeah check out what you can and I got a bunch of comics I'm trying to get through, and then I'll figure out eventually whether or not I'm keeping them or not. I usually don't talk about the ones I'm getting rid of, but I just figured I'd give a few examples since I had a bunch of them. Another one was uh, DC Comics Day of Judgment. Uh, one, it's a run, a five issue run. Didn't care for it. The artwork was terrible. The characters go from one point looking like cartoons to doubling in size. And it's like, it's just terrible, very terribly done. But yeah, it's if you're a fan of DC Comics, you might enjoy it. It's basically end of the world type crap again. A lot of characters in it were in it, so I was actually happy and was going to go with it. But, uh, I just couldn't, I couldn't, could not stand the artwork. It was just so terrible. I just could not keep up with it. But it's, 
basically the world's coming to an end. All the characters got to help. Uh, they can't do much about it. And I believe the specter goes to get summoned in hell. And there's an angel in hell. And he's trapped. And when the specter gets summoned, the specter clips the angel's wings off him. Because the specter apparently, if you do something bad, punishes you. Basically, the specter is the ghost rider of the DC universe. Uh, <laughs> and they use a lot of references that are references that are used by a ghost rider. So I think that's pretty messed up, too. But that was driving me crazy because I'd have to keep looking at the cover. It's like, am I reading a Marvel or a DC comic here? Uh, but yeah, the specter basically leaves the body that that he's originally possessing and he goes into another body and I don't know it's a bunch I didn't like I said I didn't finish off the whole five issues I couldn't stand it it was just terrible but if you're I'm not I'm I've mentioned before I don't really care for DC I am I love my Harley Quinn and stuff like that I'm Really looking forward to King Shark's run. You're getting all of some of his stuff from the past and things like that. But yeah, it's very fussy when it comes to my DC comics. And this one could have sucked me in, but the artwork just pushed me out. I'm sorry. I know I'm not supposed to be offended by certain things, but it's like, damn it, if you're going to give me picture books, give me pictures that go with the books. Then another terrible one. Well, it wasn't terrible. It was Velvet, Tales of the Assassin. It's kind of an Asian black and white assassin comic. Uh, if it was on TV, I'd love it. But I'm not into really assassin style uh, comics. She had some really great fight scenes throughout the comic. It's done in black and white. Storyline just wasn't there and didn't, did not pull me in, and I was not going to buy more. I couldn't even get beyond the first issue. So, but if you do like that's the assassin style things, that would be a decent one to check out. So, that's it for the comic portion. We'll get back to you with more goodies and right after this. Okay, fans of the show, or non-fans, you can support the podcast by leaving five stars and liking it, or leaving five stars and not liking it, and tell us why, and we will let people know, and we'll try and make it better for you. You can also click on support on my Anchor page and donate and support the podcast. Or if you'd like to actually get something for a donation, you can send a donation to PayPal at kevintheduckpool at gmail.com. And you can see that in many of the show notes, the address. Uh, for fans inside the U.S. only, a $15 donation will get you a Gemini comic box with five random comics in it. A $30 donation gets a priority mail padded flat rate envelope, 12 random comics in it. And a $100 donation gets you a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it. Comics will be in fair to very good condition. They may have been used on the podcast, may have been unread, may have been read, just Random comics out of my mixed boxes that I will be getting rid of to downsize. And for our international listeners, since shipping's so rough and customs are a pain, I am going to offer two options to start. We'll see how it goes. But a $50 donation gets you a priority mail padded flat rate envelope with 12 random comics in it. And a $125 donation gets a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it. So there's a comic deal. If you want to donate, help out the show. This will get me a little something and get you a little something also. Thanks.
Okay, let's get into some hockey. Last night was game five of the Stanley Cup finals. We were sitting with Tampa Bay up three games to one over Montreal Canadiens. First period, back-to-back power plays with no scores. No advantage by those. Uh, The power play chances were terrible last night. They did not get, I don't think, Anybody scored off of power play at all. Uh, there are some big shoulder and elbow shots and some nice checks into the boards. Uh, I think the numbers when there was about two minutes left in the first period, uh, the two teams combined had 38 hits. Uh, <laughs> counted up between the two teams. So that tells you how much action was going on on the sides. But no score the first period. Just back and forth, back and forth. Goalies, especially Terry Price for Montreal, put on a great show. Uh, he had a lot a lot of shots to deal with, especially in that first period. The second period came through. Same thing for... About 14 minutes in, and then at 6.33 in the second period, Colton, with a perfect redirect to give the Tampa Bay Lightning the first goal of the game. Uh, I can't remember who assisted him, but he basically shot across from the right side. Colton was just off to the left of the left front of the net and just basically 90-degree redirect right into the net. Perfect setup. Nice wide-open shot. Uh, Nothing else happened in the second period. Went into the third period and halfway through the third period, some heavy fist. Went flying. I got telemarketers calling us already. But uh, halfway through, some heavy fists went flying, which basically is a sign of a team giving up. So you could tell Montreal was starting to get frustrated and ended the game one nothing with Tampa Bay winning the Stanley Cup. So for the second time, second time in a, two years. So that's it for our hockey this season, except for we should have the playoff, or not playoff, uh, all-star game coming up here. I'm guessing next weekend. I wouldn't think they'd have it scheduled for this weekend since the playoffs would have had a run over to like Monday if they did go to game seven. So I'm guessing next weekend we'll see the that game, but that one, those games are just fun. Uh, you get to see your favorite players and stuff, but don't really get to see full-fledged hardcore hockey during those. It's just basically for show, in my in my opinion. But, and then let's go over a few movies I checked out recently. On Amazon, I checked out The Tomorrow War. For some reason, I was thinking it was Tom Cruise that was the headliner on it, but uh, it was Christopher Pratt. But basically, kids come back 30 years to recruit their parents and grandparents to fight a war that they're getting their asses whooped in to aliens in the future. (laughs) But basically, if your parents from the past go to the future and die, then their kids from the future wouldn't exist. And wouldn't be able to fight originally, meaning the war would be further along and none of it would work time-wise. This is my biggest problem with time travels shit. Because this makes no damn sense at all. Because if this is 30 years in the future, that means many of these people didn't even have these kids that are fighting in this war yet. So they won't be able to have these kids because they're getting their ass whipped still with coming back in time to get us to help them and it's like 
these concepts of time travel just don't work because even if they win and change all the events, a new threat could appear. It could make room for a whole different threat to come into existence. And the numbers. I, I love how when we fight these alien species that are critter-wise, like Starship Troopers, I love. Complete run, the complete series. I like this movie. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, if you're going to do something, and you're going to spend the amount of money you supposedly spend, put the effort into it to make it at least seem a little bit right. <laughs> because there's no way... Number one, you come back 30 years, take the people that would have to basically make you, the kids that are coming back in time, to fight, that are fighting and getting your asses whooped. If we're not making you kids, then you don't exist. So if you take them from 30 years in the past, put them in the future, your parents die and grandparents die or whatever, and they can't have you, then you won't exist in the future. So you're going to have lesser, <laughs> I don't know. You pretty much get the concept. If you come back in time to recruit people that have to make you and then they get killed, then they can't make you. Then there's going to be less of you in the future to fight with what you're dealing with. So how are you even going to last long enough to come back in time? <laughs> you're not even there in the first place because you came back in time and screwed up the whole timeline. It's basically what I'm saying, but I know what I'm thinking. I know it don't make sense probably to most people, but but yeah, I mean, the numbers are just so insane of the aliens in these shows. It's like, really? You, you really think we have a chance? I don't think so. <laughs> it's like, when you have 5,000 Aliens that can spit weaponry at you from multiple limbs of theirs, and you can unload a thousand rounds in them and not do a damn thing unless you hit two tiny little areas on their body. And you might do some damage, but instead you're going to sit there and waste all these rounds shooting into nothingness, not having an effect. And it's been 30 years, and the weaponry is the same. So we obviously are still killing ourselves and not working together to make advanced weaponry and advanced and advance our future. Instead, we're still fighting each other with the same old military equipment from 30 years previously. And then they come in and bomb the city with these small strafing bombs. It's like, really? You're not going to use actual bombs that are going to wipe out Many blocks, you're just using these little napalm-style strafing bombs. It's just, I don't know. It was terrible the way they did that. Uh, but what you going to do? If you like the movies, I'm sure it was a great one to see in the theaters. It's like I said, I enjoyed it, but the concept, just useless. It's like <laughs> talking about us not... Be able to figure things out. There are over 70 shootings in Chicago over the 4th of July weekend. And say, we didn't hear all these shootings during the COVID lockdown. But now, they're just every day. Milwaukee and Chicago, we're just having a contest to see who can kill off more of their own citizens. It's just so stupid. It's like, buy these kids toys. Where are they getting all these guns? I don't understand. It's like I was lucky to have a twenty-two, <laughs> and my family owned a hardware store. These kids are walking around with fully automatic weapons and shit, and Glocks and stuff like that. It's like hmm, uh, this world is just coming to going to just going to shit. All right. Uh, uh, another thing with idiot wise with us is everybody's bitching about Bezos going up in space, all the money he's wasted and all that shit to go up in space just to do it. And then you got Branson that's gonna get up there before him now. 
as Branson's going to test out his space program so we can send citizens up into space because, yeah, we just need to sit up in the sky and stare up. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, yeah, it would be cool to go up in space, but it would be more cool if it was if you're going up there for a purpose, not just going up for fun. I don't understand why we got to do that when we can't even get, find ourselves a second planet to get to. Yeah, we're going to waste putting a sky sky elevator that people can hop in and just go shooting up into a platform in the atmosphere that you can sit and be up in space. But, but yeah, so the contest is on between Bezos and Branson to see which bigger rich idiot can spend the most money doing something stupid and see who... Or what, or if they're gonna kill anybody in the process of doing this shit. Uh, the Sativics, uh, medical marijuana inhaler. There's news on that. Uh, there is. They are using it in Canada apparently, but they still have yet to get the release dates in the United States. But you can get it in Canada for a while now, I guess. So. Check that out. I was checking out. Dr. Aaron Boster had a, another live Q&A you can find on YouTube this last week. And uh, talking about things like, I, I found out if you're depressed and not on an antidepressant, it can advance your MS progress too. So I might have to consider getting on some stupid antidepressant, I guess. But there is one that does have me interested that this also relates with uh, energy issues and stuff, some big uh, issues. We'll see. But Another movie that I checked out on Netflix, I watched Ice Road. It's basically what you wished Ice Road Truckers TV show was going to be like, but it's just... Back in those days, it was a good show. It was enjoyable the first few seasons, but then it just got a little overplayed. And I'm not wishing for accidents, but the, they basically made up a bunch of drama to fill in things, and it's just annoying. But watching that, all that extra drama for when well, you know it's all faked, the actual reality reality shows <laughs> so much of it well pretty much all almost all of it's pretty much scripted nowadays but, but yeah you got Liam Neeson uh and his PTSD brother uh from the military that's a mechanic uh Liam's the the main driver you see his PTSD brother have problems with air wrench in the beginning so you think he might be a little off on being a mechanic but then later on he has to do a test for a mechanic test and he sits there and just whips through it so <laughs> i don't show him that he can't even hold do a tire change and then all of a sudden he's doing a complete engine rip apart pulling the rocker box and all that shit within seconds and just being all fancy about it but yeah, it's it's an enjoyable action movie, a standard Liam Neeson style movie, but yeah, it's it was a lot of ridiculous shit in that movie too. And a lot of good people have shit happen to them and stuff. But it's got the drama that you're gonna want, so check it out if you're into that type of thing. And then also on Netflix, I checked out Thunder Force. Uh, that was a lot of fun with Molly from Mike and Molly. And her, her high school friend, I fall apart. Uh, it comes to the class reunion. The Molly character goes to find her friend. It's a big scientist. And she goes to see her and find out why she isn't at the class reunion and things ensue and Molly ends up getting injected with some stuff and gets some superpowers and then they end up both getting some powers 
teaming up and dealing with them. And it's just, it was a fun female, goofy superhero type uh, movie. Very cheesy. <laughs> and they have a bunch of villains that they deal with and stuff. It's just, it's fun watching the girls working together and what they do. And <laughs> best part's just watching the Molly character get injected. <laughs> the robot just comes out of nowhere and just shoves these needles into her face or wherever. <laughs> it's just, it's hilarious. But then on Hulu, we finished off Superstore, uh, a series, TV show series. They did a great job with the ending of that. That was one of the, the few series that you see that ended with a complete good ending with everything. But but yeah, check those out if you want. And I will get back with some MS and health stuff coming up next. Okay, we're back with a little MS stuff, health stuff, whatever. And I want to give a shout out John Hoppins with Hoppin' Hot Sauce. He has his original on the Zon, as he says. On Amazon, you can buy his original hot sauce now. Single bottles or whatever you'd like. So check that out. It's called Hoppin' Hot Sauce. I don't know why he doesn't have the hot stuff on there, because I buy more of that than I buy the regular so. <laughs> But hopefully we'll see the the extra hot on there eventually. Get on the Amazon, check it out on the Amazon. And numbness. Numbness is a loss or dulling sensation. This means that you may be unable to feel light touches, pain, or changes in temperature. It can cause difficulty with everyday activities like problems picking things up, writing, using your limbs, walking, etc. It's common to happen along with tingling, like when your limb falls asleep, but not always. Uh, It may also feel at times like pins and needles, prickling, burning, itching, skin crawling bug infested skin like you're a heroin addict or something in in the intensity of these sensations can greatly vary between individuals along with the length of time it it lasts like i was uh a while back i was sitting there cutting some vegetables and all of a sudden i looked down and i got a knife sticking in my finger and i'm like i can't feel it (laughs) <laughs> like what the heck so I wiggle it around a little bit and pull it out and it's like my hand's so numb I can't couldn't even tell that knife was sticking in me I don't know if it was part of a MS effect or not but I remember back in my childhood like when I was sitting in my living room one day and one of my wasted friends is just throwing darts around the real darts, the metal tip darts. All of a sudden I looked down and there's one fully in, through my kneecap. Yeah, I didn't feel that at all. <laughs> I have been asleep from the lower part of my ribs to my toes and my forearms to my fingertips for many, many years. Don't know if that was an effect of it back then or not. Numbness can be mild to disabling. And from short periods to permanent or long-term MS. Uh, Common areas are arms, legs, face, torso, but can be anywhere or everywhere or nowhere. Uh, All depends on the person and the intensity of it. It can affect one or both sides of the body. Might just be a patch of skin or a whole body part or your whole body uh, across the body or around a limb and can feel like a squeezing sensation known as an MS hug where you feel like a grill is crushing your chest or 
You just got pains on one side of your chest or all the way across your chest and lungs and ribs. and It can be all across that area. can be an early sign to MS. Also a regular thing for your MS uh, status, a sign of a relapse or a flare at times. Take that into consideration. Other common early MS symptoms are feelings of weakness or fatigue. Uh, sleep 24 hours and you're still tired. And most of my life is just wrestling and moments when I was doing wrestling and stuff like that or moments when I was unable to pick stuff up at work or school or etc things would be effective in that manner and you couldn't you felt too weak to do anything on it okay i just had to take a break there for a second to talk to somebody so we'll get talking about uh other ms symptoms things such as being dizzy off balance and that I've been dealing with forever. Can't remember the last time I did, wasn't tippy or lightheaded or had vertigo issues. So I try and talk to people that, find, that also have vertigo issues when they're playing video games and stuff. I cannot, other than I haven't really talked to any gamers that have MS. But it's find that so weird that. A 2D thing can affect me so much. But muscle stiffness that may happen with muscle spasms, pain in, in the limbs, torso, or face. Problems with vision, blurry, double vision. Difficulties with bladder or bowel control. Trouble with thinking, memory issues. It's, uh, I've always had problems with. The brain issues, if I got it in front of me, I, I can get 100%. I get straight A's, anything when I'm doing stuff hands-on. But if it requires any memory or anything, it just gets jumbled in my head. can't have it perfectly memorized until I sit down and do something that just goes away. Other medical conditions that can cause numbness and tingling include diabetes, hypothyroidism, migraines, seizures, stroke, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, fibromyalgia, Reynolds phenomenon, tumors, anxiety, uh, anxiety disorders, shingles, Lyme disease, HIV, syphilis, carpal tunnel syndrome, sciatica, Radi, radical, radiculopathy, radiculopathy, I don't know. <laughs> it just ain't coming out right. B1, B6, B12 deficiencies, medications, etc. And there's lots of issues that can cause it beyond just having MS. Types of fatigue you may have with MS. Uh, basically, researchers have defined it as quite different from the garden variety tiredness. Not your mama's tiredness. <laughs> well, not your mama's yoga reference there for DDP yoga. Uh, on onset, it can begin suddenly. Frequency, it can often... It, Often occurs every day, uh, all day for me. It doesn't really change much. Time of day, it can occur in the morning, despite having slept all the time. Uh, progression, it can commonly worsen throughout the day. Sensitivity to the heat, heat and humidity may aggravate it. Severity. It's more severe than other types of fatigue, and it can be disabling. Effect on activities, it's more likely than regular fatigue to 
disrupt your ability to perform everyday tasks and or move, uh, things to try to fight fatigue, exercise, I say DDP yoga is a great thing, to keep you flexible, serve your energy, rest, use mobility devices, save your energy for the part of the day that you want to get certain things done or go somewhere, go to an event or something like that. Stay cool. There's plenty of cooling devices that you can pick up nowadays. Look, I know one of our cooling uh, therapy device episodes. I've talked about many of the things in the past. Uh, You can try therapy, regulate your sleep, ease up on caffeinated drinks late in the day, eat better, less stress, manage your medications. There's tons of things you can do to help with those issues. Another MS issue you can have is called a neurogenic bladder. Your bladder relies on muscles to contract and release when you're ready to urinate. Your brain typically regulates this process, but sometimes the message that you need to urinate isn't sent from your brain to your bladder. This is a condition known as neurogenic bladder. It causes you to lose control over your ability to urinate. Basically, I I pissed myself plenty. And it really sucks when you're at like some tournament or something like that or out in public. You got issues, you just can't, you got seconds to get anywhere. This can cause you to urinate too much or not enough, both of which are harmful. Uh, Some symptoms are a dribbling stream when you're urinating, inability to fully empty your bladder, straining during urination. Loss of bladder control, increased UTIs, leaking urine, difficulty determining when your bladder is full, standing forever, thought you had to pee, and you just once you get there, all of a sudden you can't. It's like, you gotta go so bad, you don't even think you're gonna be able to get up or get to the bathroom. And then when you're there, you're standing there, falling asleep, nodding against the freaking wall because you're. Standing there forever and nothing's happening. Caused by the nerves along the pathway between the bladder and the brain. Um, Basically, they're not working properly. Due to brain disorder, MS, or bladder nerve damage. Uh, Basically, the new meaning to witch head we are thinking with it's like times that head doesn't want to connect to the nerves and get proper thought either because this causes you to lose the sensation to urinate your bladder can fill beyond typical capacity and leak but your bladder also may not empty fully this is called urinary retention uh It increases your risk of a UTI. Infection can result when urine urine remains in your bladder or kidneys for too long. And if it's a thick, heavy, sitting uh, urine in your bladder. So it's best just to drink as much water as you can throughout the day and flush that bladder as much as possible, even though it's going to cause you to piss a lot more. I know everybody bitches about that, but I'd rather piss a lot than have to piss a burning flame of urinary tract infection, blood and blood clots and all that shit coming out. It's just, yeah, I'd rather just pee more. But I stick a piss bucket on the side of bed if you have to or something. Blood test, PC, your normal doctor your PCP you're going to want to 
check with them and they'll do the blood test and see what's what's up with you see if you got any kidney failure that, which can be fatal uh, like most things a doctor can possibly subscribe something suggest therapy journaling is good you can keep track when you have issues kegel exercises and pelvic floor muscle strengthening is good for it you can do kegel exercises anywhere sitting standing laying whatever uh at work at play whatever you can do do them here and there electrical stimulation therapy unless you're like me and you're numb from the ribs down that electrical stimulation therapy is like i'm getting burned from the inside out uh it's a really strange feeling i can't take it Medications, catheterization, surgery, which I do not want to do self-catheterization in the future. I think I'll just cut the pecker off. <laughs> but, yeah, not looking forward to that. Uh, Viva Naturals. Oh, let's look at some best light fish oil supplements out there. This day and age that you can look into. They have Viva Naturals Omega-3 Fish Oil and Nordic Naturals Arctic Cod Liver Oil. There's some good ones to try. Uh, care slash backslash of. It's a company you can check in to that's had good results. Nordic Naturals Ultra Omega. There's Barleen's Ideal Omega-3. Soft gels, there's Thorn Omega-3 with COQ10 added into, and I love when you can get the ones mixing things in, like your vitamin D and stuff like that. A lot of them, a lot of fish oil supplements, you'll see that combined in there, calcium, things like that. Uh, Ritual, these are all names of companies. Persona, Amazon Elements. Super Omega-3 with lemon flavor, which I'm curious about, but it's not like you really tasted it. I get the gel cap pills, so you're not tasting it. Uh, Nature Made Fish Oil, 1,200 milligrams plus vitamin D, 1,000 IUs, and something, a U0026 olive additive. I don't know what that is, but that's in, you know, have the Life Extension Super Omega-3 EPA DHA fish oil and sesame lignans. Don't know what those are either. Carlson Labs, the very finest fish oil. That's their name, so don't consider that's the best. <laughs> Innovex Labs Triple Strength Omega 3 and Nature Made Fish Oil Gummies. I buy a lot of Nature Made products. They're usually pretty decent, but I don't really feel any weird effects or anything, so who knows if they're doing anything. Some reasons you may always be hungry, you're not eating enough protein, you're not sleeping enough, you're not you're eating too many refined carbs. Your diet is low in fat. You're not drinking enough water. Your diet lacks fiber. You eat while you're distracted. You exercise a lot. You're drinking too much alcohol. You drink your calories. You or you're overly stressed. You're taking certain certain medications. You eat too fast, or you have a medical condition. Basically, excessive hunger is a sign your body needs more food, often a result of imbalanced hunger hormones, which may occur from inadequate diet and certain lifestyle habits. Medications and illnesses are known to cause frequent hunger. But, yeah, that's good enough for today. Uh, for those things, I'll end it out with a little July 
little July news. I know July 4th is an American holiday, so that's not really cared for or cared about by other countries. Some unique facts. Yet on July 4th, 1826, exactly 50 years after the Declaration of Independence first asserted American sovereignty, former presidents John Adams and Thomas Jefferson both passed away. Jefferson desired to live until July 4th so that he might breathe the air of the 50th anniversary. His last words, spoken the night before his death in the early afternoon of July 4th, are traditionally given as some variation of, is it the 4th? Adams died in the early evening hours after Jefferson. According to tradition, Adams uttered the final words, Thomas Jefferson survived. Unaware of the fact that his longtime friend had just passed away. Kind of unique that they both passed away same day, 50 years after they sat there and did the Declaration of Independence. That's it for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Get back to you with some more stuff here in the near future. Just be good to yourself. Good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster. Don't be a dick. Keep a smile on your face. And if you're in West Bend, swing by Highway 33, Starbucks, and get yourself coffee. That'll usually put a smile on your face. Take care. Have a great one.